won't make it mad. I got good things, got you. Hoops and everything. Get back, never get back too soon. Are you lonely? Are you there when I'm not in the room? Are you lonely? Only a part of this when you choose. Hello and welcome to the Point of Difference podcast. I am your host and coach of the Terrace Crew, Matt Ricks. The second big buy round is in the books with all the big dogs turning up to feast on the dried up carcasses of the New South Wales Cup fodder. King Gutho, Ponga, Nico, Joey Manu and of course, Big Willie Warbrick. The gun strategy for round 16 certainly paid off handsomely for those who stacked up on premium options. Tonight, we'll talk a lot more about how we can stack up on premium options for round 19 and how we can start splashing the cash around. Speaking of premium options, we've gone back to our roots tonight. We've got the gun A-grade team in, the OG gangsters of the pod pod. First up, it's third place overall finisher from 2014, coach of the Casabonitas, Danny Boy Ricks. Dan, welcome back to the pod pod. Yeah, thank you, Matty. Yeah, it was it was an interesting week. I've got the uh, the podfather himself staying with me at the moment. Um, wow! So he was he was speaking he was of royalty. Up, speaking of royalty, unbelievable uh, score on the weekend. Nearly twelve hundred points, gone up to what is he? One hundred seventy first, I think overall. One hundred seventy seventh. Yeah. Uh, so he was very up and about, very chuffed with himself. Uh, had William Warbrick, I think the only one probably in the top two hundred that did, and. Uh, you know, just just everything was coming off for him. So, look, he's uh, he was he was giving me some good advice. I'm I'm taking a few of his uh, options. I bet he was. He's, he's talked me into a few people, but uh, yeah, going very well. Myself, it was a bit bit of an average round. Uh, still went up in the ranks, but I had uh, I had big plans. A few laid outs cost me a bit, uh, but you know, uh, that's the way it goes. Our second guest tonight, uh, him and I haven't been on the pod together for a while, so it's good to see his his pod through the. Uh, through the Zencaster podcast platform. Uh, it's uh, Coach of Tubes' pods, Tubes. Now, Tubes, you're um, you're currently, I, I want to say that you're bottom of the Ricks family, but I feel like that maybe I'm behind you. I can't remember. I feel like I'm ahead of you. Um, if, if I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely outperforming you um, regardless. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's probably something I should know, but I feel like I'm 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 ahead of you, um, or I'm or I'm on the I'm on the trend to be ahead of you anyway. But like, can fourteen points between you two? Wow. Yeah, there you go. Um, and I'm on the charge. But before we talk about my awesome week, can we just can we just um <laughs> like please just do like you you in your your blue schoolboy button up shirt just. Please don't use the yep. word gangster again on this podcast. Like I, I as soon as I as soon as I went for it, I was like, Jesus, uh, this has this has reference has gone well. It was actually Chris. It was Chris who threw me with that uh, OG reference in the in the WhatsApp group, and for some reason, I decided to pick it up as part of the intro. I'm not sure why. Anyway, yeah, just just never again. I just thought I'd loop back into it. Yeah, no, I had a good week. I had 1178, uh, which was uh, top top of most of my rounds so i've uh i've come back up i'm a 4469th and yeah obviously i'm only 14 points behind you matt but i think i'm i think i'm better set up than both of you rabbits i've still got uh i've got 16 trades left um to for the remainder of the year and i've got about 500k sitting in the bank at the moment so i'm feeling pretty good 500k in the bank, uh, 440, something like that. Geez, you got some junk though, yeah. A little bit of junk, a little bit of junk, a few pods ready to explode. You got to get rid of you got heal him, Lukey. He's surely he's on the on the chopping yeah, he's block. going this way. Color my tonguey, <laughs> yeah. Very mm. nice, very nice. Um, yeah, I busted out an 11 11, which I was stoked about. Got a got a little bit unlucky with a couple of couple of late downgrades, but overall, Captain Hines. Uh, didn't loop Ponga, so that worked out well. A uh, lot of good captain options this week. Obviously, Gutho did really well. Uh, Drinky and Joey Manu, who a lot of people had to, the decision to loop. Um, I'd like to just state on the record that looping Joey Manu was definitely the right decision for owners, but looping Kalen Ponga was definitely the wrong decision. So the upside, the upside downside uh, of Nico, and just on Nico, I thought he was terrible on the weekend. That's the worst 129 points you will ever see in Supercoach. He, I can't believe he got that many points. He set up that try, but 
I don't know, Chibs. What did you think of Nico's performance? Oh, it wasn't good. But I felt like he had a similar game last year. He just the the one thing about him is he just he's trying so hard. So he's getting the he's touching the ball four times a set, basically. Um which against rubbish teams like the Bulldogs just will eventually lead to points, both in real life and supercoach. Yeah, he just accumulates points like no one else. Um, so once he hits, if like he, the Sharks genuinely could have put seventy on the dogs on the weekend, they were awful. If if Nico had been on, it could have been a record, I think. Yeah, um, but we'll never know. Um, speaking of red hot form, or the opposite of what we were talking about. Uh, the Pod Pod Chairman's Group now, Craig, coach of Birdman's Bullets, he pumped out a 10.45, which is good enough to see him rise to 21st overall in the ranks. So well done to Craig. Um, and he, we've got a new second place as well, two goals, one cup. Jacob, um, he's moved into second. And, uh, yeah, long-time, long-time leader, Mick, Coach Sean Bright, he's down to 100. He's still sorry. He's up to 113th overall, but he's fourth in the in the in the group rankings now, closely followed by the Podfather in fifth. So the group's really starting to kick along now. Um, yeah, some some big names swelling to the top of the leaderboard. So the race is the race is on in earnest. What, what about what about Jared Pink Socks? Like he won it last year. Uh, the, Pod the, Pod. the reigning champ. Yeah, won the Pod Pod Chairmans last week, and he's just sniffing around. Up to three hundred and ninety-five overall with an eleven twenty-three on the weekend. I I genuinely think Jared is one of the best Supercoach players out there. Yeah, he's consistently always up there. Very very good mind for Supercoach. Follows it religiously. So yeah, g'day Jared if you're listening. Um, all right, uh, Queenstown, Dan. I'll uh, I'll jump over to you for Queenstown. Uh, for those who are new to the pod, this is our bet between uh, myself and Dan versus Tubes and the Podfather and Chris and John, our other contributors, and we take the best score each week of those teams and we add them up cumulatively. Uh, Daniel, Dan and myself are currently at getting straggling at the bottom. Dan, how did we make up any ground? I'm going to think that we did not. Yeah, I think we did. We we did. They had a bit of Chris and John had a bit of a stumble. Uh, so we're only 640 points behind them overall. Here we come. Still going to be, yeah, still going to be tough. But uh, the Podfather and Tubes, just as I said, there's a lot of momentum with them at the moment. Uh, Podfather still just kicking goals each week, and then Tubes always high after a big week for himself, but just just bit up and down. But uh, yeah, I think they're 212 points behind. Is it? So yeah. I've never uh, seen yeah, pretty- I've never seen tubes this up and about at the start of a pod. Yeah, I, no, I've- especially when he's still ranked the lowest out of all podcast contributors. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, he's got he's got Jono covered. He's got Jono covered. Yeah, but it's oh, okay. It's it's all about momentum, Dan. Like it, you know, you you. It's all about how your team set up for the rest of rest of rest of the year coming coming well, in, and I'm feeling good about yeah. that. Well, well, just on that, like Jono's now at the bottom of the contributors and Chris is for, like we're hot on Chris's tail now, Tubes. Yeah. So like they're going to they're gonna win this Queenstown bet, but they're going to come uh, – they're going to come bottom of the of the individual ranks. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. I think we're I think we're coming to overtake him. Chris feels like he's cracking. He's starting to feel a bit of pressure. He's he was rattled in the WhatsApp. Like Chris is a pretty positive sort of guy, but I could really feel I could really feel him cracking through that WhatsApp group the other day. He was he was genuinely rattled. I don't think he knows where to take his team. Hopefully, if he's listening tonight, he can take a bit of advice from a few players in form. Uh, uh, look, they don't get a lot. They don't get to cop a lot of heat. They they're obviously they're always on the pod, and I feel like we can have a good crack at them tonight. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's get into our analysis for the evening. Uh, let's start at hooker, Dan, as we do usually. Um, there's a little bit doing at hooker this week. A few people looking to get rid of Sunny Luke tubes. We'll throw to you in in the minute there, but. Uh, let's talk about the origin options first. So Cook and Harry are both named in origin, which is was a little bit of a blow for um for Cookie owners, but not totally unexpected once Happy went down. They're both holds at this stage. I would have thought I wouldn't think you're rushing to, to get them out. Um no. even if they even if they don't back up. No, I think probably players are on borderline 17 players this week. Uh so you're probably copping an AE. For one of those, and I, I just don't think people have enough trades to get one of them in and out if they've got those two at the top. Uh, I think you've got to either look to upgrade one of the 
the if you've got one of them and you've got say a cheapy or someone else who's uh, like a Sunny Luke who's going to not get any points, uh, I'd probably be if for me for example if Sun if Harry's out I'll, I'll probably look to upgrade Harry uh, Sunny Luke. Yeah, I've put we put. Yeah, um, I think for for Harry obviously if you own you're not getting rid of him. I think a lot of people are thinking about bringing him in this week, and I just think it's a it's a big watch. Queensland are favourites, and unfortunately, are probably going to win tomorrow night. Uh, and I, I think Harry will uh, will enjoy uh, a celebratory drink or two after the game if they do win. And and I wouldn't be looking to bring him in. I think the Storm have kicked a won a couple of games now in a row that. Um, yeah, I just think that it's. It, I don't think I don't see Harry playing eighty minutes on the weekend. So I certainly would be holding bringing him in, even if he does end up playing on the weekend. I don't think anyone's bringing him in. All right. Like thousand, thousand and something super coaches. Yeah, not are they? Uh, yeah, a few. Uh, I mean, it's just the price. You look at Harry Grant for under six hundred k. It's pretty, pretty hard to pass up. He must have a low BE, does he? Yeah, because he got a hundred and something. Yeah, they got Panthers round eighteen. So I, I'd, I'd probably just hold. And if he gets. If he gets an eighty or plus this week, he's still only going to be he's still going to be under six hundred and fifty k. Uh, then they play the Panthers, and they got they got the Origin buy again. So yeah, I, I think if you're thinking about bringing him in, I, I'd probably I'd probably wait on that. Yeah, Tubes, you spoke a little bit about potentially looking at Reed Marnie, even though they're on the buy this week. Nah, is he is he in he in your mind? Do you think he's the potential like sneaky run home second nah, hooker? I don't. I went off that. Um, I've got another one. I'll save it for my pot of the week a little bit later on. Um, but the other option that I was thinking as a play is if Cookie doesn't back up from Origin, um, getting yep. a bit older, legs getting a you know a bit a bit tiresome. If he doesn't back up, Peter Mamazules um, has been named at number nineteen. I think he. Could be an option to bring in. He's like 240K. He's definitely in for 50 points. That's sort of what he averages every time he plays. And he'll play 17 and then he'll play 19 when Cookie's out for origin and then he nuffs out for the year. So if you're running, like, then you can just be running him as your second hooker as enough for the remainder of the year if you're you're running just with Harry. I'm not sure if I can get around that. Dan, any thoughts? It's a little risky in that probably by that time we you've got zero trades left and then uh, Harry goes down. You don't have a hooker for the rest of the year, yeah, so it's slight risk. You need you kind of need two playing hookers there for the end of the season. Also, they could they could pick two hookers. They could pick a hooker on the bench, like it's not like Mamazelis isn't guaranteed eighty. Yeah, I've I've been floating around with uh, hands across America again. Um, Brennan Hans from Parramatta. He uh, he looks the goods. I think he's just getting better as he gets more game time, developing Par- Parramatta on Tubes's momentum high at the moment. Uh, so he could be a potential option. I'm just not sure exactly what's going on with Hodgson. I think everyone else but Brad Arthur can see that he should just be out of that side completely. But there's a chance that Hodgson comes back and Hands goes back to the bench, which is which is big trouble. But say Hands locks down that starting hooker spot, I think you can carry him as your second hooker for the rest of the year. So a bit of risk in that, but it could turn out really well. I've got a bit of a view on hooker strategy. So what I'm going to be planning for is I think Cookie, um, and this is, I, I mentioned last week, particularly for head-to-head players with South having the grand final in uh, the buy-in round 26, the head-to-head grand final. I think that with Cookie missing 19, 20, and 26, I think you can look to trade Cookie if you own him to a sort of second run-home hooker. And I think the man for the job is Jeremy Marshall King from the Dolphins. Now, Jeremy has had a bit of a niggling uh, AC joint injury. But he he's had a, he's had a week off now. He's gonna drop a lot of cash. So he's currently six hundred nineteen k with a break even of ninety six. So he's probably gonna drop to around five hundred sixty five hundred seventy k over the next two weeks. That is a lovely little downgrade from Cook to him, and then you can just safely run home with him, um, him and Grant. Um, yeah, I know, that's that's my current plan. It'd be good to. See. You also get a look, make sure that shoulder's right over the next two weeks. Um, I know you were a bit of a fan, Dan, but. 
what do you think of that about that plan? That that sounds fine. I I think I think Harry, if you if you had to pick him now, Harry and a fit JMK would be the top two hooker options going forward. So if he can get down to five fifty k, that's that's great for that round nineteen. So I think a lot of people will try to be going up from say a Sunny Luke to that. Uh, that's going to take a fair bit of cash. It's probably probably dropping one of the the gun sort of seven hundred plus guys. Uh, but I think that's not a bad play to look to look at him either next week or the week after. Tubes, anything to add on hookup before we round that up? No. Nah. What about Andrew King? Put him in the second. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler. The juggler's come out at Brookie. All good. All right, let's get into it. The big front rowers, the big boppers. Very, very interesting week at front row forward. I've heard a lot of different opinions. Um, is this the right week to bring in Haas? Uh, do you want Tarpany now? Um, let's pick it apart. There's a couple of pot options as well. Let's start with Payne Haas tubes. Uh, big Payne, he is finished for buys. He will just miss round 19, obviously, because he'll play Origin, but he'll play every other week. He's sub, what, sub 700K now? Is he even cheaper than that? Um is, do you think the timing is right? Yeah, he's 692,000. Uh, do you think the timing is right to, to uh, lock Payne Haas away for the run home? I think it's this week or next week. I think you want to see how he goes in origin. Um, assuming he gets through it, then if you're, if you're not really having too much of a disaster elsewhere and you can look at doing the trade, I think he's a, he's a good option for this week. Uh, but he's definitely on my radar for next week. I know he doesn't play 19. And, I mean, it, it's different for everyone. It obviously depends on how your round 19 numbers are looking at the moment. Um, mine aren't looking too bad. Um, so I'm looking to try and bring him in as a gun uh, before round 20, knowing that um, in round 20 there's going to be a few others that I'll be looking to bring in at that point in time as well. Dan, I'm a little bit concerned that uh, regard. Like, I mean, let's let's just assume he gets through Origin, no dramas, no major dramas. I'm a little bit concerned about his minutes this week, and like to Tubes's point, it could be a next week thing, um, depending on your round 19 numbers. But I do think that if you've got enough um, trades in the bank, and sorry, enough players for this week, that you could probably hold and wait. Yeah, he's a definite option this week, I think. I think Kevy's shown in the past that it, he just runs Haas into the ground. Like and and Haas keeps keeps likes doing it obviously and he and he can I I don't think minutes is too much of a worry. He's priced accordingly to pick him up. I yeah, it's it's an easy pickup if you're fine for the round nineteen buys. Dan, while I got you there, bit of the alternate to um pain in the premium section. There's a lot of kind of good premium options now, but um you're telling me that the, the pod father is very keen on Fenua Blake. Now, Fenua Blake is 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 higher priced than Payne. Uh, give me give me the uh, give me the quick spiel on why AFB could be a better option than Payne Haas. Well, AFB is just he's just looking great this year. Like even his base, he's he's consistently getting 65 minutes in games. Sometimes getting 70. Lowest is the 40s, but I think that hasn't been since round seven. So. You know, he's, he's top tier, he's elite. If he's fit, he can score tries. Uh, 720K is not not cheap, obviously. He plays the round 19 and they've got the Dragons this week. So it's all fitting the little, you know, I can see the little algorithms going on in the podfather's head and it's he's trying to get ahead of the curb. 100-plus uh, break-even is probably turning people off, but, I mean, yep. you know, strategy-wise, getting ahead of the curve that one week early, he goes, he turns up, you're just you're just ahead of the game. So I think he's a definite option for this week. I the funny thing about the Podfather is he's just he he doesn't he doesn't subscribe to Supercoach Plus because he refuses to give money to News Corp <laughs> as well. <laughs> to Rupert. And yep. so he wouldn't even know. Like Fanua Blake is he's only he's he's own he's owned by twenty three percent of the top ten percent, but he probably wouldn't even look at that. He's top one percent. Um, Fanua Blake is <laughs> he's owned um yeah, wow. He's I don't even know. He's not uh, there he is, he's owned by twenty two percent. So whereas Payne Haas is owned by sixty percent. Um so it's a it's a big pot option as well. Uh, AFB's fifteen percent owned. 
in the top 15 percent 22 22,000 teams one percent i'm talking about sorry right you you don't oh, you don't sorry, think sorry. that high. I know. That's yeah. a bit too lofty. Yeah. That's a bit too, I get a bit dizzy. We're not used we're not used to tubes deep diving into analysis. So this is the <laughs> Um so Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, good good pot option and and he does play the buy. I, I don't mind for Newell Blake. And I think if you are gonna do it, I know that he's got a high break even, but this week against the Dragons, um, who who can be a little bit soft around the middle? Um, he's, he's worth a he's worth a play. I just feel as well. It's shown in the first two buys. You need guys who can go big and premium options for your thirteen players. So he's he's definitely one of them. You can carry him for the rest of the year. Like you know, I think everyone's going to need to get Haas at some stage. Uh, but right now, if you're looking at say AFB versus a Joe, Joey Tapanay. I'd be I'd be going for AFB in my starting seventeen over here. I wouldn't go Tino. Either. I agree. Yeah. No, not yet. Tino is a, just a beast. He just keeps getting it done. He's so hard to get in though. The I I agree. If you're buying and you don't own either Tarpany or AFB, and we'll touch on Tarpany in a sec, but uh, I think AFB is the better one. If you do own Tarpany like I do, and I like a lot of people do, I still think that Haas is the better run home option than AFB given that he's cheaper and he misses 19, AFB does play 19. If you do have numbers like gun numbers for 19, I don't think it matters. Like I just can't really see how Haas doesn't beat AFB home. AFB has got to score a lot of tries to beat Payne Haas in my opinion. So look, a lot of people already own Payne, so it doesn't, it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I, I, it's wide open. You could pot up there a bit and get, get some sort of advantage, but like they're all a bit same, same. So, uh, Tubes, I just mentioned his name, Joey Taps. Uh, he he moved back to the lock position a few weeks ago and when Horsburgh moved onto the edge, he's back in the front row now. He looked to carry a bit of that form through though. I'm owning and I'll probably just end up holding all the way through. I like it's it's a bit meh, but you just gotta you just gotta trust that he can he can have a big end to the year like he I did mean, last year. If I think. you own him, he's a hold. There's just like the three premiums right now are Payne Haas, Tino, both averaging 75, and then AFB averaging 70. Um, and then currently Tarpany is averaging 62 for the year, but he's got a three-round average of 66. And I really just think Tarpany's run home is like at best, he's either matching for Newell Blake equivalent or he's maybe averaging a few points less. And it's just not worth the trade out. Like, um, I think there's other positions. Yeah, that's that's the crux of it. That's the crux of it. Higher upside that are going to be worth the the trades, um, and and I don't think it's worth trading Tarpany out. Agree. He's going to be probably 18th, 19th player for you on the run home with the with the teams right at the end. So most people will have Haas and Harris probably front row forward starting Tino. You reckon? Like, uh, no, but I'm just saying. I'm saying if you've got the team, if you've got your team stacked and. you he you can drop him out and you know he's not going to be an issue for you and then he's great cover. Then you got to buy another premium front rower. Well, I'm saying you need three premium front rowers for the run home. But 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 Tapane, you can put down a second row forward, so you've got the switching between Tohu and Tapane. Yeah. Uh, so you can have two nuffs at front row forward, but you need one that can switch up and down between the second rows. Yeah, I I I see that. I mean, I've still got Jack DeBellin floating around in my team. And and I'm sure others have some like high medium like you've got Horsburgh, don't you, Matt? Like there'll be others like that that yeah. people will be getting rid of to try and get someone like an AFB or a third premium, as you said, Dan. Just got to find the cash somewhere. Yeah. Yep, that's good. Um, you, you touched on Tohu there, um, Dan. I haven't looked a lot at Tohu lately. Like he's still so he's the let's have a look. What is he the in terms of? He's the, he's the third most brought in front row this week between behind Payne and um and Big Tino. Um, I, I just haven't ever found. I've always wanted to get Tohu this year. I just haven't found a way to get him in. Uh, I think the big the big the big thing on his side is what you called out is if you are running those jewels, that flexibility could be really key when you need it at the end of the year and you get hit by injuries. Yeah. Yeah, he's a definite option at, at low six hundreds. Uh, you can't really go wrong. It's shown this year he's he's basically playing eighty minutes when he's fit. So 
really easy. The duel was great, him and Tapane switching up there. I'm probably looking at nuffing out people soon as well. So I'll be getting, say, a dual nuff at the front row forward, second row forward position. And Harris just works perfectly with flipping up and down between those two. So a really easy buy this week in my opinion. The only thing I think about Tohu, because I had a good look at him and I was going to bring him in in my second row forward, and it's not necessarily a reason not to get him, but he is 75% owned in the top 5%. And so I'm a little bit, I'm happy to, to I, I just don't see the upside in, in necessarily. Yeah, take I'm, him I'm on. happy to take him on. Um, Might hold to that uh, momentum of yours, Tubes, if you're just running with the pack. You know, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm still I'm still looking, still looking little pod <laughs> moves. So that's that's the only thing. But, I mean, he's a solid play and everyone has him. So keep up with the Joneses there, Dan. Just um, just to round out our front row chat, if you are looking to um, nuff out at front row, uh, the man for the job is a little-known Novocastrian named Miles Martin. Miles Martin. Dual front Martin, row second. Martin Miles. Miles My Martin. man Martin. Yeah. Um, 200K, dual second row front row, very little useful um, piece of the puzzle to run home with, I think. Um I wouldn't be – if you've got Pele, you've probably just got to leave him unless he becomes a major AE nightmare, which is definitely possible with the, I'll, the dogs. I'll tell you what, struggle, you mentioned so. it, Matt. Like we haven't done a pod together. I'm used to Jono really, you know, pushing me along. We don't get to the depths of Martin Mele of the Novocastrians. Uh, Martin Mele. Whoever it was. <laughs> um, we don't get to these depths. So, um, yeah, looking – looking. let's let's keep – Pushing forward, second row forward. Fra- Franklin Pele or Martin yeah, Mello? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> second row forward. Let's get into it. Uh, devastating blow today for a lot of teams. Zach Hosking gone. Ellie Katoa gone. Um, Tubes, I'm an Ellie Katona owner. I know you are as well. The reports tonight are that he's going to be um, aiming for around 18 comeback. I really like Katoa as your fourth, second row forward um, and sort of that 18th man for the run home. I think he's a bit too cheap to sell. Are you going to try to keep him if you yeah, can? Yeah, I'm definitely keeping him. I'm actually thinking I'll trade someone else that's not playing this week, like a Preston if I have to, who's possibly maxed mm. out. Um, but I'm actually – I might be taking an AE, which is why I'm trying to get rid of Sonny Luke because my AEs aren't too bad apart from Sonny Luke this week. So, right. yeah, I am I think he's a hold. Um, I think you've got to wear it for this week, unfortunately. Dan, you're an ECAT owner as well, are you not? Yeah, yeah, I'm very keen. I hope everyone sells him. I think he's he's been great. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to keeping him in the run home. It sounds like he just needed, I think I saw on, on a Twitter retweet from NRL Physio, uh, that he's just needed bed rest for a week uh, and he's going to yep. get up and about and uh, and be fine. So I think he comes back. He's an 80-minute second rower who's going very hard this year and scoring, in, you know, he scored one try and he's averaging really well. So, yeah, I think yeah. I think. And you've got a back storm to come good the back end of the year. they got a great, good, really good run as well through rounds 21 uh, or 20 really when they play the, the Chooks. But, yeah, all the way through to the end. Uh, with you know three out of their last four against Canberra and George and Titans, so I'd suggest you want you want him for that. Um, so yeah, I think we're all aligned on that one. Ecat is a hold. Uh, Tubler, um, the big boy from the Bunnies, really putting a stamp on the competition since he's come back. Um, he's he has uh, graduated from being known as the Aldi the Aldi Olakawatu to the point where Olakawatu is now the Aldi Koala Matangi. Uh, big koala man from the from the bunnies. You're you mentioned at the top of the pod. You're looking to bring him in potentially this week. Yeah, I just think his um, his form looks too good. I think he'll be one of the most popular bring-ins uh, this week. Um, he's got what he's averaging or basically seventy for the year, and both football and supercoach wise, he just looks amazing. Um, I just think you want him for the run home. South still have a pretty good draw. Um, you get him this week, you get this game, and you hope that he doesn't get picked for Origin for your Super Coach team's sake. That's really the only risk. Uh, and that's a, the only thing. Oh, they do play nine, yeah. don't they? So that is a bit of a risk. 
Mm, yeah, I think he's actually quite a good chance. I'm surprised he's not in there already. Like if he's not a better player than Hudson Young. Yeah. And, and more versatile and, and as pace, well. Yeah, through the middle. Just think um, he's, he should be there. I think he's worth the risk for me. So you put him against same price as Tohu Harris. I think he's got a bigger ceiling. Um, and going to my ownership percentages, he's only owned by 15% of the top five right now. So I love him, Tubes, but strategically it just doesn't make any sense. Like round 19, if he doesn't play, he misses 19 and 20. Yeah, if he doesn't yeah. play, it's a risk. And the hard thing is uh, if you've got other premiums for Souths as well, say you've got Damien Cook, Cody Walker, Alex Johnston, and then Koala Matangi, they're all missing. And Canberra. And, and Canberra players. Yeah, and Canberra players. There's a, it's round 20 becomes a big issue, plus you leave. you got Debell and two tubes. Yeah, Debellin will be long gone so, by then. Yeah. <laughs> He's a definite easy option. you just got to look at your team makeup. If you've got some, some dribble – in the in the second row, uh, particularly like the likes of Hosking, uh, potentially Schuster, Toby Couchman, and something like that. You you basically yeah, that's an easy bring in Koala Matangi is a gun. Fitler, even if they lose, is not blooding Koala Matangi. I don't reckon. Just just putting it out there. I'm happy to take the risk. All right. Good luck. I, I do like I do like him as a run home second rower. And I like second rows, like there's a lot of good options at second row. So Good chance to get a little pod victory, I think, for you there, Tubes, and I wish you the best of luck. Do we need to talk about David Fafita? Nah, wait till after Origin. Talk about him again then. I mean, what 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 do you do if you if you've got him? Say say he gets rested or he's coming off the bench. Podfather has him. Yeah, I think you can still sell him. He's nine hundred k, eight ninety seven, mm. be one hundred and sixty. Wow. Yeah. So you could sell him this week. I think if he doesn't play, Why? you have to sell him. You, he's only missing this week and then 19, and that's it. 19? Yeah, so two out of the next yeah. three weeks when number you're already short on numbers. Well, it depends mm. if you're short on numbers. He's going to drop – he could drop – if he plays on the – but if he plays on the bench – It doesn't matter what he drops. Yeah, he could drop. It doesn't matter what he drops. You're holding him for the rest of the year. No, I think he's – Trades are worth way more than 120K say, right now. Ooh. No, but like you drop him down to Koala Matangi. Made three hundred k. You upgrade. You upgrade Sunny, Sunny, Sunny Luke. There's plenty of reasons why you can drop him this week. Okay? Yeah, I've already dropped him anyway, so I don't. I mean, but I, I think if you've held this long, I'd just keep holding. And and who else is there to buy? Yeah, it's pretty bare. It's bare. It's very bare. That's why there's my no my pot of the week. My pot of the week, which we'll talk about later. You can buy, it, but I I don't know if I like that for for feeder downgrade. Yeah. There's no no one to buy. Hold for feeder. He'll get 160 and the pod finally goes to number one. I think you could buy Hopgood if you don't own him. Eels are just – the longer this has gone on, the Eels buy period, buy coverage is so good. Like they don't play 18, but that's fine because you get, you got full squad that week. What about the numbers if you've got the numbers for this week? But if you've got the numbers for this week, could you bring in, say, an IPAP? So Papali'i for 540K. Make three hundred and sixty k on that to upgrade for a premium elsewhere. You'd want you'd want a pretty strong plan on who you're upgrading. Mm. I'm 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 warming back to Tubes' idea of holding. <laughs> There's not much out there. I just think anyway. Yeah, yeah. Not much. Not not much safe um, options. The Podfather will hold. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get on to halfback. Halfback's obviously been shaken up a lot over the past few weeks. I think most would be running with Nico now and most would have traded out Cleary by now. A uh, few would have been hanging on to Moses. I held him for this week, really pumped to see what he can do against the Finns. SJ, SJ's run home is unbelievable. They've got no more buys. They play some incredibly – they've got some incredibly good matchups. Dan, I'll start with you. If you bring in SJ, I think you're kind of committing to him to run home, which means you you're not going to have both Cleary and Hines. You're probably going without Cleary. I, I still plan on bringing on Cleary late. Uh, I I actually brought in SJ on the buy round last week, so okay. did the Cleary down did the Cleary downgrade, which freed up cash for for Nicara. Uh, so that's um, that that's worked out well. This week is a is the ultimate VC option against the Dragons. Plays Friday plays Friday night, so. Uh, yeah, I think he's. I think he's still a buy if you've held on to someone like Cleary. Um, I, I don't know in what other scenario you would 
you would change him, maybe only if Moses goes down and he's not playing this week. Um, yeah. That would be it. It's pretty tough to go up to SJ now from a from an ICAT or or whoever you've got in the in in that second second spot. So I think it's just really if you hold if you've held Cleary, uh, SJ is a great downgrade option particularly this week. Or if Mo, or if you say that's that's my plan is if Moses doesn't back up, I'll get SJ. Yeah, because Moses misses eighteen, misses nineteen, so yep. that's he's just not there for four rounds, and and um, yeah, he's. Low break even SJ going well, goal kicking Warriors are looking great. Easy, easy purchase. Yep, yep, agree. And then if Cleary's out, you can also then bring Cleary back on your own terms. See how that hammy goes if you want for a week or whatever it might be. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh, Jerome Hughes Tube's done a really great job for those who picked him up as a bit of a pod option a couple of weeks ago when we spruiked him, even though we, we actually missed him on a pod one week when we, we went down to about 10th place. Luke, we mentioned Luke Brooks but didn't mention Jerome Hughes. Yeah, I wasn't on that pod and I brought him in. <laughs> Knew um, you were going to say that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm a happy Hughes owner. Um, I think he – I don't think he's an option to buy now though. I think you hold him if you've got him and you and you run him through to yeah. when Cleary's back effectively. That's my plan. I don't think there's much more to, to do um, with it. Yep. SJ over Hughes. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. If you do have Hughes, I wouldn't be buying Munster this week. Uh, I don't. I don't like running both of those for the run home. I think you need a bit, bit more f- variety in your, in your team structures for your halves and fullbacks. If you do own Hughes, Tubes, I'd be keen to hear your plan here. Is your plan for an ejector seat for Hughes? Just run him through to because you'll have. I presume you got Hines as well. Yeah. So your Hines, Hines plays nineteen. You sit Hughes and then you just run Hughes until Cleary's back? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Easy. Easy game. Uh, 5-8. The most purchased 5-8 of the week is Cam Munster. So Cam plays Origin tomorrow night, as we all know. Um, Dan, your theory is that there's a few KP owners moving KP down to fullback and selling Buller, Ferris Buller. Yeah. Uh, to get Munster in the premium five eight option with the gun draw uh, with the gun matchup this week on the on the backup from Origin. Yeah, I t- I I can't see it myself. Like why why are you bring him in right now? It's obviously he's got a lower break even. They play Manly, who could be without Turbo. So, but you know, at the same time, I've seen I've seen Munster cruise through this period. Um, I think tougher games are better for him because he he tries harder. He gets more involved. So you have seen sometimes they play easy teams, they just absolutely belt him and then he just goes into goes into cruise control. So I don't like it. I don't like it that the fact he won't play round 19 and it's another premium spot that you're missing out on. Uh, and you're getting rid of a premium like Buller, uh, who I'll call premium now because he's premium priced and he's also a fullback playing that round 19. So I don't, I don't like that at all. Uh, I would be trading our Buller for another premium who's going to play that round 19. Very interesting. I can see the angle why people are keen. 666000 that's about as cheap as you're going to get Munster for the run home. But your your arguments make perfect sense, um, particularly around the theme of tonight, those premiums for buys. You just need those guys who have the high ceilings in these buy rounds because – We've seen the, the teams who have done well in buyers have been sort of up near that 1,200 points range with a 13-man squad. So, Yeah, and it's not just yeah. one premium going really well. It's five or six, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's happened both times. It happened last year a bit as well, you know, uh, drink waters and Garricks and those sort of guys. Like you just need the guys who can go berserk and you need guys in that fullback, halfback and 5'8 that are playing. At least I'd say five out of six of those positions you need in that in that buy round. Just to add to that, they've got Melbourne. They got um they got the Panthers in round eighteen next week in Melbourne at Marvel. Um, obviously, like you said, he can score well against anyone. He's got a good mm. floor, but that's obviously a very very hard matchup. So you've got you kind of got to get a good score this week, then get through next week. Miss nineteen. I'll probably be looking at him more around twenty, like you said. I think um, he's around twenty. He's, he's back on the drink this year too, so who knows the celebrations. No sign of deal bags. High scoring 5'8". Um, Cody. Cody Walker. Yep. Small he's back from injury. Back from injury. Back from injury. Yeah. He, he, I don't know. It's one of those muscle tweaks that he might be laid out again. I hope he's not. 
because I'm running very low on numbers if he is. But uh, I don't know. Like, if he's is he a is he a purchase this week? Plays nineteen. I'm packing it for nineteen. Not owning him. Like yeah. really packed. They're playing the dogs round nineteen. So they got the Cowboys at home this week. Yeah. They're missing all their origin stars, obviously, but they've still got enough got Cody. enough cattle to to look good. They got so, Cody, yeah. Yeah. I think he I think he could be a purchase if you've got, say like tubes, you've got five hundred K in the bank. Uh and you need another premium five eight if you're running a lowly one. Uh I I'd conceive as a purchase. I think I'd want a lot of trades. I'd want a lot of trades, tubes. I think that's why I've got like having Ponga at five eight is so good. And I think Ponga's a good option. He's still six sixty one K, but having Ponga at five eight is is good, similar to what you were saying about Munster, Dan. I I think um yeah, bringing in Cody before round nineteen is 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 a priority for me as well. Um, but I don't think I'm gonna do it this week. I want to see how it goes with injury. What about with um Matty Burton? Seven hundred K. Not playing this week. Potential 18th man for Origin, so maybe doesn't play 19. If you own Matt Burton, what do you what do you Sell. do with him? Sell, just straight yeah. up. So that that could be yeah. any. That's that's pretty easy to go up to Cody from from that. Yeah, not that many own him. Like I mean, just a few do, but mm. yeah, fourteen and a half percent. I don't know about those top one percenters tubes, but um, I, I, how could you have not have sold him last week if you owned him? Where they miss he misses 16, 17. Yeah. And possibly 19, so. Yeah, only 3.1% in the top 1%, Matt, so no one that listens to our show, I guess. Um, he's not on the run sheet at centre, so let's just ch- chat quickly about him now. Joey Manu coming off 117, back to the centres, that's a real kick in the guts. Um, he's got that low BE this week, so you probably got to hold him now. Just wait and see how he goes, Tubes. Yeah, like I think for sure. I mean, regardless, if you own him, um, you, you've got him. If you've got him at five eight, really, um, you're going to be looking to move him into centre wing. I don't think there's anything wrong with him being your sixth or seventh centre wing for the run yeah, home, and you're playing on right. matchups, and he might jag a fullback or five eight spot some weeks. Like, I just yep. don't see yep. why you would get rid of Manu. Um, no, at that price, not at that price even. I wouldn't be bringing him no. in, but um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just very confident playing him each week. Like there's never, there's, I think even against some of the good sides, he can go well. So very rarely would you would you not play him in your in your top seventeen. Great great duality, which is going to help for the run home. It was really good to see Ponga do well, considering I bought him on the weekend. Um, he's he's probably gone. It's probably too late to buy him though. Now isn't it? Yep, nothing more to be said. Um, all right, let's get into the center wing. Uh, always a always a big big uh, big position. One of my favorite positions. Now, Tubes, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it's you who's put this name on the run sheet. I never I've just seen it for the first time. Jed Cartwright <laughs> from South Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> have you have you have you what's going on? Uh, you're gonna have to direct that to this is what I'm saying. Like I've got the momentum. And Dan's <laughs> acting like acting like tubes from yesteryear at the moment. So he's put it on the he's put it on the run sheet. <laughs> To want to chat about because he's he's looking too far and wide. Yeah, it was me who put it on the run sheet. I think I had a little spew up in my mouth when I when I read it back. Uh, oh, I wonder why. Yeah, no, I mean, what he's starting starting second row. Have you ever seen him play? Uh, gets eighty minutes round nineteen. Cheap is a jewel. Probably becomes an AE nightmare, you know, later on. So yeah, let's just forget about that. He's got one score. He's got one score over thirty five. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Right. Uh, the, anyway, the other one from South, I do think is an option is Richie Kenner. Uh, got, he's looks like he's locked up that right wing spot um, over Tane Milne and yeah, oh, whoever it was earlier in the year that that was Thompson. Uh, Isaac Thompson. Uh, Thompson. Yeah. So I think Kenner's locked up that wing wing spot, and he can find the try line for all his other deficiencies. So I think he's. He's a he's big time on the radar now for round nineteen. I can't get around Kennard makes your job easy. Um <laughs> two games in, base twenty-two both games. That right wing is um a bit like the right wing of the Roosters has done well traditionally. The right wing of the Bunnies has never done well. Um I'm really not confident that like he could get some really low scores. Uh He's got to be minus 24, so he might make a little bit of cash, get you that number for the, the round 19 game against the Dogs. Good matchup. 
So I think he'd be a three-week rental for me at, at very best tubes if you're looking as a downgrade option. Three-week rental that could make 200K in three weeks and get you a big score in round 19. 200. 200K in three weeks. I just wouldn't want to play him. I wouldn't want to play him any week except for 19. Best case scenario, Dan. Best case scenario. I'm thinking a 120 plus in against the Bulldogs in round 19. Sure. Yep, sure. Uh, the name that is on everyone's lips and he's finally been named in a starting side, uh, many a super coach will rejoice. Big Val Meninga, the house, Valence Tafare. Um, do either of you own him? No. 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 Um, 260-odd K, BE in the 20s, I believe. I think that he's probably got this spot wrapped up now at the Finns. Um, they don't have any more buys. Oh, sorry, they got a buy in round 21, but that's easy to cover. Uh, is Valence Tafare, Dan, a decentish downgrade option at centre wing? I think he is if you think he's got the spot. I don't I don't know if he does. Branko Branko Lee is out. Branko's pretty beat up, yeah. Is injured long term or injured? Mm. I don't know how long term, but Yeah. Um. He's he's just always been a big he's just always been a big It's not. I just like you just such a sure like he's got it locked up. Like he's out, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's to be confirmed. It's his leg, so it could be a while. Yeah. Like, but it I mean, wor- yeah, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, he he loses the spot next week. He plays like he just plays off the bench. Misses nineteen. Like it's just it's just chaos there. But and then he's stuck on the bench for the for your run home. So mm-hmm. I, I think you could potentially take a punt on him if you need to downgrade, uh, and you need a decent number for this week. I think, you know, he's shown that he's got the, the tackle bus in him and he can score a try. So I think you can take a punt. So if I was if I was right up the top this year, I'd probably stay well away from it. But uh, anyone looking for a, to make a bit of ground or I, I make some cash this week, I think you can bring him in as a bit of a risk. I didn't really realise it, but this is the weirdest centre wing run sheet that I've ever seen on the pod pod. We've gone through Jed Cartwright, Richie Kenner, Val Meninga, and the next name, Dan, I know this is you, Asu Kapoa from the Tigers. They're not even playing this week. <laughs> yeah. Walk me through this one. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've watched him play and every, every time I see him, I, I like him as a ball runner. I think he's good. Uh, he's got I a think, tidy little offload back on the inside. Yeah, and he's just he's going to have that centre spot now for a while, I think. Uh, his, his, his competition mm. is Naden. Um, maybe if Toa goes back to the centers, I, I'd still Talau. say probably probably keep it. I think Talau's out for a while, but yeah, Brooks is out for a while. Again, huge risk with these kind of cheapies that are coming on the scene at this late at this late in the game. Uh, yep. I just think he could be a good number for that round nineteen. Uh, and if you need, if you're okay for numbers this week and you need it to free up cash to get your top tier end game premiums. I think I could see him as a as a bit of a pod option. Jeez, it, it doesn't sit well. Mm. Like he's 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 floated between second row, bench, center. Sheens and Marshall have shown a bit of a tendency to swap their centers around. It feels a bit gross. Like he could be an AE problem because I think he'd just go back to the bench. Yeah, yeah. The, but it's it's pretty dire for options. We've put in a lot of sort of cheapies. Like who's the best cheapy downgrade? And I don't. You probably say Kenner is probably the best out of out of a bad bunch. As long as he's a rental, like I, st- I feel like Val has the most upside, like in terms of he could hold the spot all the way through and just be like your twenty second, twenty third player. But yeah, it's yeah probably Kenner. I'll go with I'll go with you there. Um, Ruben Garrick tubes. He he had a bit of a fall from grace on the weekend. I only imagine twenty six. And he's seven hundred eighty two thousand. Another manageable BE this week of sixty. They play the Storm away Sunday night, uh, Saturday night. Would it be would it be a, a pod move to sell Ruben, um, given that he's going to stay at right centre now, um, where you know his upside's obviously not capped because he got one hundred and sixty there a couple of weeks ago. But you would still expect him to average lower than he would have on the left wing outside Turbo. Um, but still could go well. I'm just, I think at that price, like it's, uh, you can start, and given how highly owned he is up the top, that could be a big pod play. Yeah, it's a pod play for sure. Um, I just don't see 
you're certainly not doing it this week um, and then it depends how your numbers and carnage are looking over the next couple of weeks. But I'm I'm keen to look at how he goes again this week. I think there was a the big talking point was he played right centre last, um, whereas uh, last time he played centres, he, he was left centre. And with Cherry Evans yep. in the team, being a right centre is actually pretty good for his for his attacking stats, um, being on Cherry's side compared to the sweep out the backs that Schuster and Turbo do on the left. Um, so yep. I, I think he's a, he's a solid hold um, and you probably want to see how he goes with Cherry back in the team this week. But it is. I mean, it's a lot of money, 780K. What we were just talking about before, you know, taking a flyer on someone like a, a Cody Walker for round 19, if your way to get there is trading someone like Garrick, I don't think it's necessarily the worst at such a high price. Dan, they play, they play Melbourne this week, as I said. Then they've got the Roosters next week, and then they've got a buyer. Any, like, where are you? Like, I kind of want to get around it, but I also feel like a, if it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. Yeah. For me, that decision comes down to what the rest of your center wing looks like. So if you've got a couple of cheapies there already, if you've got a Tafare and maybe another one or even just a Tafare. Billy Smith. Billy Smith. I don't think you can get rid of Garrick. Uh, I've this week I've got seven center wings playing. So and they're all they're all in decent positions to play. I think the the worst is probably Sean Russell, but could uh could easily do a William Warbrick this week against the Dolphins and, and get a hat trick or a, or four tries. The day Sean the day Sean Russell goes off, you are you're gonna lose it. That'll be oh. your crowning <laughs> moment of supercoach. <laughs> Uh, so oh, I was the worst on the weekend with Maddo at five eight. He just he doesn't he couldn't pass left to right. Like he, I don't think he I don't think he actually has that many skills. He's too big to pass Maddo. He's his bite. He can't get his biceps around his pecs to pass properly. He can only offload. He can only scoop do the scooped offload. And Penasini's <laughs> not throwing it out there that much. So I don't know. Like I'm keeping Russell for nineteen. He'll be he'll be going at some stage after that. You need Gutho. Gutho's your man for Russell. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got. Yeah, so so I've got seven kind of playing center wings, so I could maybe do like a Asuka Poa, you know, who's not playing this week and and make a lot of cash to get a, another big gun somewhere else. So yeah, I think I think if if you've got really stacked center wing, you can consider dropping Gutho. If you've got a couple of rabbits there still, uh, I, I'd probably just hold him. Um, couple of shout outs on the center wing: Greg Marju back this week, which is. Really positive for those who held through last week. I think he's a good run home center wing. Um, the other one worth mentioning, Jermaine Asako. He's 800K now, Dan. I know he's the one that got away for you. Is he still entertainable, do you think, like given the Dolphins run home? And it's probably still more of like a, a couple, to like let's try in a couple of weeks, try and get him to lose some money. Yeah, wait for round 19. 800K, like you you got you got to try to get him beat. Some like, point. Yeah, it's it's crazy. He's going so well. Um, I was just going to say a quick shout-out to my boy, Philip Sammy, named on the wing again this week. Yeah. Uh, t- they've got the Broncos this week, but followed by the Raiders into the Dolphins round 19. I'm just putting him on everyone's watch I list. I love Phil Sammy. Everyone's watch list. I'm right behind you, Tube. I'm right behind you. I love Phil Sammy on the wing. I think he's a premium option, pod run home option, great base, Loves a meat pie on the wing. Um, get around him. I think he's a great, great pot option. Great pot option. They got no more buyers either, the Titans. So he plays every week. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, last one, Tubes, for you. I'm just going to ask you on the spot quickly. Uh, Billy Smith, is it time to say ta-ta if uh, that suits your trade structure for this week? 100%. If you can get rid of him and you can afford the trade, get rid of him. Um, don't. I think he's had enough. Games now to prove that he's not going to be what he people hoped he might be after his first two games. Um, oh, he's been so frustrating. But yeah, other other priorities for myself this week. But I think it's I think he's I think he's either going to be downgraded or sideways to someone like a Richie Canar or someone that plays round nineteen um, before then. Yep. Yep. Fair. All right. Let's uh, let's kick on. That's a pretty comprehensive set of wing analysis this week.
few names on the list here. Uh, really big week for those who bought in Gutho last week. Uh, I was very, very pleased with that. Very, very pleased with that trade. We all, we all did. Uh, yeah. The whole family it. get um, Podfather VC'd him as well. Um, good times watching the King. Um, Not much to say. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do with Jareem Buller? Now, Jareem, 692,000. He got the buy this week. He plays round 19 crucially. My plan, Dan, was to hold him all the way through to at least round 19 or 20. Um, he might lose a little bit of cash now with that 38 finally. He should have one more week of his BE should be manageable next week. But then after that, if he has another low score, it could be he could start bleeding quickly. Is he an option to trade out or are you going to hold through to 19? I was planning on holding and I, I think I still will. I think he's a good premium option, could go off in round 19, which is what you're looking for. Uh, him and Gutho, probably great to have for that. That So you've got two gun fullbacks for that ground. I I mean, he could keep it going and not lose that much cash. They've got a good run uh, round 20 and 21 with the Knights into the Dragons. Uh, and I think that fits in well with maybe getting someone like Turbo in round 22. So... Uh, I I I think if you're going to trade him out, like Turbo, it's it's all a bit up in the air with Turbo playing this week. But I could see Buller to Turbo pretty easily if you if you covered yep. the nineteen. I was I was very keen at the start of the week to do Buller to Turbo. Buller's seven hundred eleven k. I should mention, um, not six ninety two. That was last week. Buller to Turbo. Turbo's often gone if we just transition over to him from him. He's seven hundred sixty three k with a break even of minus forty three. I was very keen on that Buller to Turbo trade earlier in the week, but Turbo on the backup from Origin, they're playing the Storm. He'll miss 19 as well, might miss 20 on the backup. Like I get that he's going to skyrocket in price, but I think, Tubes, that I'd rather pay the premium if he's playing that well and bring him in when the coast is clear. I hope he doesn't play this week and I'll get him next week for sure. For Buller? I don't have Buller. Didn't quite make it to the moon, did he, Buller? Bit of an applause. Right. Right. Bit of an applause. <laughs> uh, he looked good early, but didn't quite get there. Sorry, sorry. Wait, did you say a buller? A buller thirteen? A buller thirteen? No, no. That's we're not going with that pun. That's that's a stretch too far. Sure. Um, yeah. So no, nah, no buller for me. But uh, I think I think on the turbo front, he's a. Um, uh, he's a bring in. Uh, I I, I want to get him before his next game. I think he looks so good. He's back, minus forty three back even. He he's he's genuinely going to the moon um, and and beyond. So um, I just hope he doesn't play this week because I can't get him this week. The fullback the fullback landscape post Origin is one of the most interesting. Like for years, it'll decide the overall winners. Like uh, like what fullbacks you take, I reckon. Well, Trellmit Trellmit's gone off the scene too now. There's whispers he's out for a while. Um, people have held him, I think. So that that'd be devastating. It's like a, it's like the it's like the the um the crazy uh what's that what's that what's that uh, show with Mutley? You know the the crazy, um, you know, the cartoon with the with the crazy yeah. cars going everywhere. It's it, the the demolition derby style. I can't remember anyway. Blah blah blah. And it's like Jareem, Bull, uh, not Jareem Bull, uh, Jermaine Asako is like Johnny on the spot. <laughs> highest going to be the highest averaging fullback for the year, and all the all the premium options have yeah. gone to shit. Reese Walsh, Reese Walsh is there. Like Gutho, Edwards, Drinky, so many good options. And you know, whoever gets that right will be will you know. With the one skyrocketing up the ranks, um, so very, very interesting. Um, do we want to talk about Gutho? Like he's just a hold now, isn't he? Through like their buy coverage is so good. Uh, he misses eighteen, which is fine. Just um, going to side when he plays. Plays nineteen, basically. Yeah, and he's going to he's going to the moon, surely. Like he's going. He's six hundred seven hundred and eighty-seven thousand break even of minus. Yeah. I mean, what is the 14. moon? What is the, what, what price is the moon? I think eight. I think the moon is eight hundred. <laughs> yeah, he's de- well, he's definitely going eight hundred. Um, so yeah, it's it's just <laughs> when you decide to get him out, um, or not. Not, not, not even, not even, not even, um, not even Apollo thirteen can slow nah. down. No, nah. now. Yeah. he's there. 
He's Neil Armstrong. Well, that's 11, but, yeah, it's similar. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's there. He's going to make it. Too many moon references. Um, all right. Anyway, that's it for fullback. So. Yep. That got a bit wild. Oh. Fullback, I think it might be time to wrap it up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, vice captains and captains this week. Um Thought we should touch on that, given that it's a, a bit of a trickyish week for captains. Tubes, who are you going with at Vice, and who are you going for the C? Well, I'm I'm likely going to run an AE strategy because of Katoa, and I think I've, yep. I'm going to only have 18 players. Uh, so yeah, my AE is just. A, I'm sorry, my VC is just as important as my captain. I, I think there'll be a few out there like me. Uh, I'm. I think I'm going to VC Gutho. Um, just. Good. He's clearly got that upside without um, Ed, uh, Dylan Brown in the team. He obviously just gets a lot more ball and takes over that left edge a lot more. Uh, and uh, they're playing the Dolphins um, on Saturday afternoon. Yep. Um, so VC Gutho. And uh, the captain is actually quite tough this week. Uh, I'm finding it a lot of my good captaincy options. So at the moment I've got it on Colin Matangi if I bring him in. On um, on Sunday afternoon, Dan, um, I'm working mine out as as Tubes was talking there. Where what's your strategy looking like? I didn't realise it was this hard this week, but it's it's not pretty. No, it isn't. The captains have said was tough. Uh, I think the 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 easiest one for a VC is uh, Sean Johnson, who I'm going. So yep. Friday night against the Dragons, and then if uh, if it's looking great. I'll probably I can loop or I might even captain Gutho on the Saturday. So that I can I can do that and it's worked out quite well. Uh other options, I don't know. It's hard. Joey Manu's gone to the center, it's not really an option now. No. Uh everyone, all the other guns backing up from origin. It's hard to see. Say Munster would be an option if it wasn't wasn't for that. I think Munster's def Munster Munster's definitely an option if he plays. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it's tough. What Maybe. about Harry? Harry, nah. mm, I don't know. Nah. Like, don't know. Uh, yeah, and uh, Cody Walker, pod pod captain potential. But, yeah, it's a tough one. I think uh, guys I don't own, oh, yeah, Cody is definitely a captain option. It, it's just I feel like getting – it's a really bad strategy to captain guys off injury. I've been burnt by that at least twice this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely. So I wouldn't be that keen on that. I'm looking at it. I've got. I'll probably go Gutho VC. I don't have an obvious C option. Like, could I? Could I see the bit of a question? Could I see one of the Knights outside backs? I know they got KP. Tough game, Greg or Dane Ponga. Surely, no, nah, not against the not against the Panthers. I'd want some base there. What about Herbie, Dan? No chance. Yeah, Dreamboat. They're playing the Titans. Just no. Nah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> like. I'm, this segment was to tell us who you picked, not to on live go through all every single one of your plays. Well, we miss we're not doing tubes as mailbag yeah. this week, so anyway, all right. Part of the week, part of the week. We'll speed it up. It's going to be a real bit loosey goosey tonight. <laughs> uh, last week recap. Uh, my part of the week was Dane, was Dane Gagai from the Knights. He busted an eighty, so I'm claiming a win there, uh, and very happy to have him in my side for the run home now. Chris went for Lockie Croker. Anyone know how Lockie Young Lachlan went last week? I don't think it was very good. Nah, just just assume bad. And, yeah. By the end, by the end of it last week, Chris was pretty. Well, I think I talked him out of it. He got twenty eight. No good. So another win for me. Tubes, uh, you alluded to a, a hooker as your pot of the week earlier. Who are you going for? Oh, I'm going with, uh, and I'm definitely bringing him in. Um, is Wayne Wade Egan? For I'm bring I'm upgrading Sonny Luke to him. Um, Egan is priced at got five something. No, four seventy seven, real low at the moment. Yeah, cheap. Um, real he's cheap. He's only owned by five percent, uh, so he's in that pod territory. He's averaging, uh, I think he's averaging sixty one for the year, but he's had two games that were HIA affected, where he only paid twenty one and twenty three minutes. If you take out those two mm. games, he's actually averaged seventy-one for the year, and in those games, in those non-HIA affected games where he's averaged seventy-one, he's actually averaging forty-five in base. Um, so their team this week, they've they've got no obvious hooker. 
four they, forward well, bench. Well, they've got Walker, and they started the year with that, and he was averaging 66 minutes with Walker on the bench coming on and playing a bit of middle. Right. Um, and so I just think he's he's a, a an, an option for for that second hooker for the run home to pair with with a Harry. Um, and and I'm looking to upgrade I like Sonny to him this week for two for for not much. You've talked me into that one, Tubes. If Cookie doesn't back up, I might look at that. Well done. Maybe one of your best pods of the year. I mean, you're on a heater with Phil Sam after Phil Sammy a couple of weeks ago. Mm. So the, hopefully that no way. Uh, I like they're it. not questionable at all. He's averaging seven, he's averaging sixty one. Ah, uh, sorry, he paid thirty. He uh, played yeah. thirty. He, he, he played thirty six <laughs> and thirty nine minutes. But it's still, like they were HIA affected rounds. Like you, you can, you know. Wow, that's big. I don't think Dan's ever taken advice off YouTube's. He's rattled. He, he's rattled. <laughs> <laughs> yep, don't mind that at one either. Uh, my pot of the week is uh, Alexander Brimson from the Titans now. Mr. Brimson transformed the Titans last game against the Tigers. They looked like a different team with him out there. He's available at fullback and 5'8". He's only 525,000. He scored 94 last game. Titans have no more buys. I think he's got that flexibility that will be useful um, between 5'8 and fullback for the run home, and he he could be a really good pod to come home with. So AJ Brimson, Dan. He just needs to stay fit. Very good. All right, that'll wrap us up tonight, fellas. Thank you very much. Uh, as I said, got a bit loose at the end, but I think we brought it back nicely just to finish off. So, Tubes, best of luck for the week and uh, enjoy Origin tomorrow night. Yeah, you beauty. Enjoy your week. Cheers, guys.